Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 18th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. President Erdogan said that he will not approve of Sweden and Finland's NATO application. He called the two countries a guest house for terrorists since these countries did not recognize the Kurdish Workers' Party, best known as PKK, as a terrorist organization. The president also talked about Sweden and Finland's export embargo on Turkey and added that he couldn't see how countries who are imposing sanctions on Turkey could become his allies in a security organization. On Tuesday the 17th, Yapu and Yapu Construction Company started demolishing the Atatürk Airport in the European side of Istanbul as a part of the government's project to turn the airport into, quote, a nation's garden. The Atatürk Airport fell into disuse after the opening of the Istanbul Airport in 2018. The government assigned the Nation's Garden Project to the Yapu and Yapu Construction Company for 2 billion Turkish liras, around 120 million U.S. dollars. Many people criticized the large budget allocated to the project and demanded that the government address the rising costs of living instead of wasting money on non-essential projects. On Thursday the 12th, the Court of Cassation sentenced Janan Kaftajiolu, one of the leading members of the opposition, the Republican People's Party, best known as CHP, to four years in prison. However, she will not serve time in jail as her sentence is lower than the minimum imprisonment time in Turkey. She was charged with insulting a public official, insulting the president, and publicly insulting the state of the Republic of Turkey. The court decided to ban her from participating in politics until the end of her sentence. In September 2019, Janan Kaftajiolu was sentenced to over nine years in prison for some posts she had made on social media, but she appealed against her sentence in 2020. Sayyid Torun, a member of the CHP, said that the party was against the political ban and that Janan Kaftanjolu would still serve her role as the Istanbul chair of the party despite her ban from political activities. Many people believe that this attack on Kaftanjolu is the government's most recent attempt at taking revenge on the main opposition for Istanbul's mayoral elections in 2019, where the ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, lost to CHP's candidate Ekrem Imalu following an electoral campaign led by Kaftanjolu. Many added that this ban aimed to sideline her from the 2023 elections. Kemal Kalic Darolu and other members of the CHP paid an unexpected visit to the headquarters of the International Defense Consultancy Company, best known as Surut, a private military center in Istanbul, with close governmental ties. Kalic Daroru spoke to reporters in front of the Surut building after he was refused entry. He claimed that the Surut was actually giving unconventional warfare training and accused the organization of training terrorists and having ties to armed groups in Syria. Kalic Daroru said that if anything threatens the security of the 2023 elections, it'd be the government and Surut's doing. Later in an interview, Kalic Daroru pointed out that the founder of the Surut, Adnan Tanraverdi, used to be the head advisor of the president, while also keeping his position as the chair of the organization. He added that the government shouldn't have ties with private military services when there are government-owned organizations like the Turkish Armed Forces, the Police Force, and the National Intelligence Organization. He also said that the president might be using the Surut to undermine the nation's security in the months leading up to the election to create a legal background for imposing authoritarian measures. Many people think that Kalic Darulu's statement came as a response to the political ban of Janan Kaftanjiolu and aimed to disturb the hidden electoral agenda of the ruling party by exposing their unlawful allies. Speaking of bans, 
Last week, the governor of Eskishahir announced a 15-day ban on social events, with the exception of the commemoration of Ataturk Youth and Sports Day celebrations on the 19th of May, and events organized by government agencies. The governor added that the ban was to ensure public order and public security, prevent crime, protect others' rights and freedoms, and prevent the spread of violence. However, many people believe that the governor used the ban specifically for the Anandalu musical festival that was to take place between the 12th and the 15th of May, and accused him of unlawfully canceling the festival and interfering with people's lifestyle. Some people also pointed out that this ban probably had a similar hidden agenda to the ban on music past 1 a.m., Many took to social media to protest the ban under the hashtag Don't Touch My Festival or hashtag Festivalima Dakuma in Turkish. Anadolu Fest wasn't the only event that was cancelled. The AKP-led municipality of Derinja tweeted that they cancelled the concert of Kurdish singer Anur Uyan after a, quote, thorough review concluded that the concert wasn't appropriate. Following the public backlash on social media, the PR representative of the municipality announced that they canceled the concert because the organizers didn't get permission from the security directorate and added that the mayor, quote, no longer wants the concert to take place. He wouldn't allow it even if they got the necessary permits. It's become a whole different story on social media. We wouldn't be able to pull ourselves out of this mess. Many people thought the lack of a permit was just a legal excuse, and the pro-government mayor didn't want a Kurdish singer, who openly defended the Gezi protests, to give a concert in his district. Following the Israeli killing of a Palestinian reporter, Shireen, many journalists gathered in front of Israel's consulate building in Istanbul and held banners that condemned the murder of Shireen. Taha Auda, the head of the Palestinian Press Association in Turkey, urged international authorities and law bodies to protect Palestinian journalists. He added that the Palestinian Press Association also demanded a fair and urgent investigation into the Israeli forces. In other news, a group of unknown perpetrators broke into an isolated apiary research site and destroyed 200 beehives, killing over 4 million bees. The apiary site belonged to a research group from the Namik Kamal University, that had been working on producing a superior disease-resistant bee breed and a locally produced replacement for exported chemical drugs used in beekeeping since 2016. Professor Dr. Mustafa Nejati Muz, who is the lead of the research project, also reported that the perpetrators stole the queens of the superior breed. He added that they would have needed only one more year to reach the project's aim, and whoever did this was trying to sabotage their research. On Thursday the 19th, Turkey will celebrate the commemoration of Ataturk, Youth and Sports Day. On this day in 1919, Ataturk arrived in Samsun, where he quit his job as an Ottoman officer to fight against the Ottoman government. Ataturk's landing in Samsun became the symbolic beginning of the Turkish War of Independence. Ataturk gifted this day to the youth, as the Turkish War of Independence was fought so that the youth of the country would have a bright future ahead of them. On the 19th of May, you may see marching bands going around town playing Turkish marches. There are also many sports and folk dance shows organized by different municipalities across the country. Don't be too shy to join people dancing to the marches and make sure to look around the billboards in your city. You might find fun activities to take part in and experience the festivities firsthand. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Do you like our updates? Tell your friends. You don't? Tell us what we can do better. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rorschachturkey. Hasakalin! <laughs>